Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, and if you're new here, welcome to the podcast for the very first time. Tonight's episode of the podcast is going to be a little bit different than usual. Uh, I am going to put a number out here. I mean, I know that a lot of health providers are doing a lot in the hospitals and um, different things like that, but if you're in immediate danger, do not listen to this podcast. You can still dial 911 and get help. Um, also, if you are in any type of danger, uh, in a domestic violence situation, the hotline number is still open. They are not shutting down as far as I can, um, as far as I know of, they're not. So I'm going to give you the National Domestic Violence, uh, hotline number. That number is 1-800-799-7233. Again, that number is one 800 799 799-7233. They have really good stuff. I know that a lot of people are not really worried about uh, subjects and and causes and different things and awareness. Like, you know, domestic violence is is kind of like on the fore. You know, it's in the back of, you know, it's in the very back. No one's worried about things like that right now. Because, of course, everyone knows that, you know, the world is in a panic we have COVID-19 to worry about, which is the virus, and everyone knows that. Um, and the main thing about all of this is I have saw, I live in Alabama, so wherever you may live, I don't know if you've had this type of uh, conflicts with people not really taking the virus seriously or thinking, okay, well, this is just the flu. If we get the flu, well, we just get the flu. Or if we get this virus, we just get the virus. You know what I'm saying? So in a lot of ways, you know, people, whenever this this first broke, okay, I'm just going to say this. When this first broke, people were under the impression, okay, this is no more, you know, you know, this is just as bad as the flu. And people have died with the flu. And you don't hear them talking about, you know, the deaths from the flu near like they're doing with the COVID-19. However, the COVID-19 is a lot different strand of virus. Um, It is a lot more um, abrasive. Uh, It pretty much shuts down your respiratory system. It um, fills your lungs up with fluid. And for many, many people that have had this, they've had to be put on ventilators. Now, as far as I know of with the flu, sometimes the flu, when you get it, and you know now there's all different strains of the flu and all that stuff, 
So, but now people get sick and they don't go directly to the hospital. They don't go get medical assistance right away. You know, we have Tamiflu and then we have vaccines for the flu. Different things can be set in order for you to um, pretty much overcome and survive the flu. Uh, with COVID-19, there is not a cure. Um, although today the President of the United States and the uh, FDA did speak about uh, a medication that they were going to try to put into tri like a trial run to see uh, it's the same one they used for malaria, and I think that they use it uh, in patients that have lupus, um, that have severe arthritis, stuff like that. It is a medication that's been out on the market uh, for quite a while, and uh, I know the name of it, but I can't really pronounce it that well. I don't want to like mispronounce the name, but you can look it up. You can Google it and, and ask Google what the medication is. If you didn't saw the, see the news today, or you didn't see the press conference and stuff like that, but um, I want to just tell you my takeaway from a lot of this stuff that's been going on and some of the things that I've saw online and what I think, my opinions about COVID-19 and what I think about the upcoming days and, you know, just, just different opinions of my own. For number one, I think that um, it's ideal. You know, it's an ideal thing. I think that people do need to uh, stay at home, and I do think that people need to, you know, use use all of the precautions that they can, uh, precautionary uh, measures to keep themselves healthier and to keep themselves cleanly. You know, wash your hands, and of course, you know. People were saying, well, what did people do before this came around? You know, just wash your hands, you know. I mean, be hygienic. And uh, if you have hand sanitizer, which I do know hand sanitizer is pretty much non-existent right now. But you can make homemade if you can find alcohol and uh, aloe vera, the clear kind. You can make your own. There's like a recipe or whatever online. And so you can, you know put it in bottles and stuff like that. I think that now that the truck drivers all across the nation are working more, they're doing that so they can supply America uh, with more supplies, you know, like hand sanitizers. And, you know, I know that toilet paper is back on the shelves, you know, because everyone went ballistic and bought up all the toilet paper. And, you know, I had so many people ask me, you know, what is wrong? Why, why are people buying toilet paper in? You know, I just really think that when all this went down, that people were just frightened. They were like, we're going to, this is it. This is, you know, we're going to be homebound. And they were pretty much right. We are kind of homebound. A lot of people, I see a lot of people um, making videos from their homes. And um, I know that California, they just said that there is a lockdown pretty much. And I do think I'm not I'm not really for sure if New York has actually got a lockdown going on yet, but I I mean they are some of the them and Washington, California, Washington, and New York I think are some of the major hotspots right now. Uh, Georgia has had several deaths from the COVID-19. I do I haven't heard a whole lot about Florida that's come out of Florida. I know Georgia, you know Alabama, Mississippi. 
I think today they reported uh, the f their first death in the state of Mississippi. And so what I would say is, um, <coughs> excuse me, um, that a lot of the younger generation, say, you know, anywhere between uh, 25 and younger, um, and then we'll stop at 18 because you don't want to go, you know, past 18 years old. So you want to say from 25 years old to maybe 19 or 18, this set of young people are not taking this epidemic and pandemic um, serious. It's not being taken serious. Uh, there's a lot of jokes about it. And there's a lot of young people that think that if I get it, I'll survive. I'm young. You know, I'm not older, so I don't have anything to worry about. But the truth of the matter is, okay, say for instance, one person is in Walmart. Okay, I have, just, just for instance, I'm going to use myself as an example. I have the COVID-19 virus, and I walk into Walmart to grocery shop. But I don't know that I have the virus. Because at this point, I'm not showing any signs. Because at first, you don't. You don't show any symptoms or any signs that you have a virus. So, I, I'm coughing or I'm sneezing. And I'm touching things. I'm touching items. Okay? The CDC has said that, that COVID-19 will live on surfaces for so many hours. Okay? And then I leave Walmart. I touched my money. All of my money was touched in my wallet, um, you know, and then I went and bought a Redbox movie, and so I touched my debit card, that went into the machine, I touched the machine, and I did not wash my hands thoroughly, so I'm touching everything that I can through Walmart, I have not washed my hands, I have not sanitized myself, um, I have saliva, whatever, you know, just particles on my face and hands, I've done sneezed on other products. And so you got to think, when you're thinking about a wildfire, you know, when a fire is set in a wooded area and there is not a drop of rain and that fire just continuously burns and then it's like, okay, it just continuously burns down a holler or up a mountain and it just keeps going on and on and on, but there's no rain to put that fire out. And then you just got yourself this big big horrible fire just like up there in california just like over in australia once pandemics and once epidemics start then um you know wildfires begin and that's the same way when it comes to viruses once something this contagious starts up it jumps from person to person to person. And, you know, that's what's been going on. And, and when you think about touching money, change, dollar bills, you know, we've got all these people sick. Well, they bought things. They touched money. They paid for groceries. They paid, they gave the bank teller money to deposit in their checking accounts. You know, they paid the pizza boy. You know, I mean... Germ spread on money. So everything you touch, everything that you sneeze on, everything that you cough upon, everything 
is subs you know sub subsequently infected if you've got this virus. So, and that being said, think about flattening the curve. And I think y'all all heard that over the news. You know, once we all stay sort of confined and just sort of let things roll through and let the people that are infected kind of be healed, hopefully they will, and we just kind of let the virus cease, the virus calm down, then you will see people being able to heal and life go on as we know it. But if people continue to go out here and say, you know, Frank's got the virus, well, he sneezed on, you know, several different surfaces, and here comes Jim, you know, and but he was supposed to stay, stayed in his home and not leave the house, you know, and a sub, subsequently, he didn't wash his hands, he's not using uh, Lysol, he's not using hand soap, he's not protecting himself, well, then he touched the same surfaces as Frank did, and so, therefore, he got the virus, all right, he went home, it's living in his car, it's living all over his money, he gave it to his wife, he gave it to everyone in the house, so everybody is infected. So that's what we're dealing with, I think, as a nation. And so, you know, it's good to do what the CDC says we need to do. We need to self-quarantine. We need to, you know, do all this distances, you know, between each other and do all these things because, you know, we just want the virus to go away, you know. And I know that Italy is pretty much ravished by this. And it just breaks my heart every day to see the numbers and the toll and deaths go up higher and higher. And domestic violence, you know, let's get back on that subject after I've talked about the virus. Um, pretty much, it's probably going to be bad on some women because of the isolation. And I do know that. Um, so it's good to try your best to get freedom while you're isolated you can still get out and i think that there are still some shelters that'll be open i mean there are still organizations that will help you in time of need so don't feel like that there's nobody out here that will help you because um that's not the case and so whenever i talk about that i'm saying don't feel like you're isolated to where you cannot get help and reach out because there's always someone out here willing to help someone. And I know that in my community where I live, and then I just heard recently that people are giving children that are not in school food. And, you know, um, the schools are actually getting lunches together for the kids. I think Burger King just announced they're going to be giving free lunches to children. And you have these several different places that are going to feed um, anyone that needs food. So if you absolutely desperately need help, there's going to be someone out here that can help you despite isolation, despite being at home and quarantined in your own home. But my advice to you is just stay safe. Don't take this lightly. Don't take anything lightly. When it comes to your health, when it comes to other people's health, don't take it lightly. There's two nursing homes right now in Alabama that are infected. Or have they have two people infected? One's a resident, one's a nurse's aide or a nurse, and so you know. And I think that there's an employee at a jail or a prison that's infected. So once this starts up, it's going to be like wildfire. 
So the best thing to do is self-quarantine. I know it's boring. Trust me, I know that because I'm at home too. But things will get better and just flatten the curve, y'all. And uh, anyways, I thought I would do a quick podcast. I know y'all heard something in the background. Um, It was my husband's cell phone. He's over here on his cell phone. We're constantly listening to the news and listening to the next updates and what's happening in the world. So if you heard that, I'm sorry if it interrupted the podcast in any way. But um, we are fine. Um, I have asthma, asthma problems. I'm asthmatic real bad. So, and I do have lupus and I am on a BiPAP machine and I have a hernia that's up into my right lung and I am on oxygen at night to, in order to breathe at night. So I'm staying put. I am kind of like in the high percentile and I have underlying health issues. So I'm going to stay put. (laughs) So anyway, I just wanted to come on here and do a quick podcast. Check out Feedspot. The podcast is on Feedspot, and if y'all have any websites that y'all would like to put on Feedspot, hit them up. They are wonderful people. They will help you out. They will put your stuff on there for you, and so go check them out. And um, if anyone hadn't told you today, you're beautiful, you're wonderful, and you're worth it, and you're worth more than abuse, and you need to love yourself, and we're all going to get through this together. Don't get discouraged. I know that it gets kind of you know, you get anxious and down and out because of the situation. But at the end of the day, God will get us through it. And we will all stick together and we will all get through this together. And just know, I love you guys very much. And I thank you for listening to the podcast and supporting it. And I will talk to you on the next podcast, y'all. Love you very much. Bye, guys. <laughs>